Welcome to Fifth Draw Wild, everybody. I'm your host, Matt, and before we get into the episode, we have just a few things we'd like to cover. First, when we recorded this episode, we went quite a bit longer than usual. As a result, we've split this up into two parts. The second part will be airing next week. Secondly, this podcast is now available on Stitcher as well as iTunes. Are there any other places we should be hosting it? Let us know. Finally, if you have any topics you'd enjoy hearing about, or if you'd be interested in being a guest, get in touch. We hope you enjoy this episode, and remember, part two will drop next week. And our guest today, our returning guest, and I think third time does make you friend of the show now, um, Jake Mason. Hello. And returning for the second time is Sky Ertle. Hey, everybody. I feel like I should have said more. I just was like, hello, and that was it. So I feel like <laughs> I feel like I didn't do enough. I mean, this is my hat trick. This is this is my three peat. So I feel like you guys yeah. you guys know me by now. You you're, know my style. You're just settled in. It's it's great. Yeah. Today, I'm a little offended that you didn't say, or you said that I'm. I guess I'm the enemy of the show. I guess. Oh, well, I mean, look, you got to pull off the three to earn the T-shirt. Whenever we get around to making them someday. <laughs> I guess that's fair. <laughs> Uh, today we're, uh, going to be doing something a little bit different, which has become kind of the hallmark of the show the last couple episodes, but whatever, it's my show. We're doing kind of a debate style over a topic that is, uh, I want to say near and dear to all of our hearts, but I feel like that might be stretching it a little bit. We're doing a series of Power Rangers knockoffs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Very excited about this. Many flavors, many different tastes, and all of them are garbage. <laughs> uh, I I disagree, and I think that's uh, I, I think you can figure out which side of us, uh, which side which of us is on. I was about to say, I think you guys have made your side of the argument pretty clear. We're going to, uh, I guess, I guess first off, you know what what kind of is open question to you two guys, real fast. Um, what defines these as Power Rangers knockoffs? Well, you know, as I was doing uh, the research, uh, watching these various shows, I noticed there's a certain number of commonalities that are completely ripped off and are completely copy and pasted from uh, Power Rangers. Like uh, most of them have their own Zordon or their own command center, or, and even Bulk and Skull, uh, as well as they all have like some sort of uh, commit or transformation phrasing and uh, you know things like that. Uh, to me, what makes it a knockoff is is just the the style that they they're they're biting they're chomping the flavor of Power Rangers in the following way, and that is that they just took a Japanese show, cut out all the not transformed stuff, and then tried to work around it. The problem is, and I will be defending these shows, and it's gonna get tricky when we get to Mass Rider, <laughs> <laughs> but I like I will I can even I can admit that. They did it bad. They did. Nobody did it as good as Power Rangers. There's a reason Power Rangers is in its twenty third season, and no one remembers <laughs> Superhuman Samurai Squad or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, I remembered Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad because I suggested it for this podcast. <laughs> I never actually. I watched it for the first time last night, and I have some thoughts. Um, but yeah, it's it's just taking out anything that's not, you know, for lack of a better term, morphed footage, and just putting it. Like, you know, and filling in all those gaps and uh, no, nobody did it better. Like, like the Bond song goes, nobody did it better than Power Rangers. So. <laughs> you are correct in that. All right. Well, let's uh, let's dive right into our first one. Uh, and that's going to be the Mystic Knights of Tiernanog. Yeah, I have been calling it Tiernanog for my whole life. So I guess at some <laughs> point I was like, don't worry, show. I got this. I know. I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the Mystic Knights. It's the uh, this is the only one that is not chopped together from Japanese footage. Uh, yeah, this one is, was ambitious. It's based on Celtic Celtic legend, sort of, but not really. In a way, yeah. In the same way that Power Rangers is based on dinosaurs, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Mystic Knights. It was. Uh, there's a, a a land called Kells, and there's a, obviously some sort of prophecy, and there's some warriors that are going to defend it from an evil witch whose name I forget. It's I want to say Mordana, but that I think that's an actual character from somewhere else. Uh, you know, it's their Rita. It's, it is their Rita. Uh, the, uh, the puckish rogue and the warrior get sent on a quest to go find some, uh, the little people of Tirnano, and they're going to get magic powers and save the day is ultimately what the show is. They, they find the little people of Tirnano. I'm trying, I'm not trying to be offensive. That's what they called them in the show with the little people. 
Maeve. Her name was Queen Maeve. Queen Maeve. That's it. They find them, and then they get mystic weapons. Uh, along the way, the princess of Kells tra- uh, follows them, or the two dudes, and then they meet a, th- a fourth person from a different land across the sea uh, who also has the same accent as them somehow, miraculously. Well, well no. <laughs> it's a, it's close. I, I will say this. My first point of order is that everyone had, instead of having kind of an English accent, like I think they wanted to do. Everyone did have kind of an Irish accent. They at least, they at least figured out how to, to make it almost Irish instead of almost British. So the reverse of, uh, Pierce Brosnan in uh, world is not enough. <laughs> yes. Uh, die another, uh, yeah, it was in die another day up. when he gave up. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, like Rowan, the guy who plays the, the sword guy, his name is Rowan or Rohan. I forget. Uh, which the sword is guy. <laughs> yeah, sword guy, red ranger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he does get the red armor. You're right. Like he actually is from Scotland, I think. So he actually, that is his actual accent. I think everybody okay. else is bringing on an affect. Deirdre's was really good. The, the princess, her, her almost Irish accent was, was very good. Cause there's yeah. like, a lot of weird, subtle things that Irish people do that like, you don't know if you're trying to fake an Irish accent. You just sound like a Lucky Charms leprechaun. Like, so I, she, hers was actually very good. Yeah, I mean, it, you get the full range. It's a, it's a Saban show, so you get the people who know what they're doing, and you get the people who are trying their best, and then the others. Uh, <laughs> but like, uh, it's it's definitely a uh, a Power Rangers ripoff in that everybody gets a magic weapon and they have a transformation phrase and they get a, a magic armor that'll just cover them, and. Do not forget the uh, the hidden, lost uh, fifth member that they spring. You know, mid season. Yeah, well, I, I, mid season, which I always think was season two, but it was yeah, it was like I, I always think that was season two. But then I'm like, no, it didn't get a second season. This <laughs> no, 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 no. no. This, this show did not get the only one of these shows that got a second season was Beetleborgs. <laughs> well, actually, they um, I think they had a, a second season planned for the show, but then it didn't do great, so they. Move the money over to Beetleborgs. I think it was. Oh, uh, so so Missy Nice died, so the Beetleborgs may live. I think the wrong kid died on that one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, my my major problem with this is Deirdre. Uh, she gets the power of air uh, and a crossbow that shoots air balls or something. It looked more sure. like discs, actually. It shoots discs. Well, for transformation the toy. phrase. Yeah, it's it's got to have that toy tie in. <laughs> That's fair. Her her phrase was uh, the air above me, and she holds up her crossbow and she gets us her magic armor. The dudes get regular suits of armor uh, uh-huh. that will protect them from things. They have the visor area blank, whereas uh, Deirdre gets like a magic helmet that uh, she's bare from like her <laughs> under her eyes to like the top of her chest because she's wearing an armor that has a skirt and uh, yes, uh, yeah, like sexy fantasy armor That's instead right. of I, how else will the it, kids know she's a girl? Uh, because of her voice and her weapon, it would have been fine. Kids aren't that I see, dumb. I, f- I feel like, and this is a problem that every show ever has had, is that th- this is a show for kids. You don't need to sex anything up. This is yeah. for babies. Like, why did you do this? I, like, <laughs> this I cannot defend, but, like, the the big problem for me with her armor, other than the fact that it's, like, nothing, it's it's that, like, Red Sonia chain metal bikini um is that like her her helmet is just like a bowl on her head that covers her eyes. It's enormous. It looks like the Flash's hat. Yeah. And it it doesn't like it's not a helmet. It's just no. a it's a bad hat and I yeah. don't like it. No. She's such a she's a very proficient person. Like she's a capable person in the show. And then they give her the girl armor with the skirt and the the, the neckline. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, bad. I I for the show overall though. I think I think this is the best of the bunch that we're going to talk about. <laughs> I think this might be the best of the... That's fair. That's, it, yeah. It, it, handle, I th- it may handle the gender politics the best, which is saying uh, something. For sure. Beetleborgs tries. They try real hard. Um, well, those are also very little children, and it would have been super yes, weird if they had done anything. Those were, I forgot they were tiny, tiny babies. Yeah. These were infants that got superpowers. <laughs> it was a bunch and, of... <laughs> bunch of blue rangers from terps running around there yeah man this is I, this is this is around that time this is around the same time yeah, um yeah, but yeah. uh they yeah they were because they were like teens they were you know nebulously teens and mystic knights i don't know well, i don't i'm just different guessing times. here 
It's different yeah, times. You could send a kid exactly. to war back then, and it was fine. Yeah, you you grew up harder. You grew up faster back <laughs> then. Your lifespan was only like thirty, so they were already middle aged. Yeah. Uh, so, but I what I what I love about Mystic Knights is it's brand new. Is that nothing is like weirdly tied in or trying to like figure anything out? It's brand new. It's it's doing new stuff, and that goes a long way for me. You know what else was brand new is uh, at the time was CG. And it super shows in every oh aspect of this show. It is the worst CG on television or possibly ever done. I don't know about ever. There was an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger where a plane exploded <laughs> and it literally looked like a N64 graphic. Um, so maybe ever is a little harsh, but yeah. it was did, not good. You didn't, you didn't see the dragon then, did you? I saw the dragon. I only watched the first episode. The only one I found on YouTube was the first episode. Oh, yeah, you um, had to, to be fair, a little. I, yeah, I didn't do a ton of digging. I was like, this is good enough. Um, yeah. I have to go watch Mast Rider. <laughs> uh, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. No, you're um, fine. But but uh, I I liked what I saw. I have a I, okay, I have a major problem with all of these. I I know I'm on the, I'm on the defense side. <laughs> but I have a reason. I know I know why these didn't work. I know why none of these worked, and I will explain it at the end once we've done all five because every single one of them does the same thing except for maybe superhuman samurai cyber squad i can't remember um but we'll i'll I'll save it for the end of why these all failed and power rangers did not (laughs) okay well let's let's focus in real quick here on on mystic knights um so they're all on this quest to defeat queen mave correct yes Yes. Okay. Well, it's more to defend their land. It's that way they're more heroic if they're defending a thing than going on the offensive and hurting someone. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, what are the kind of enemies they fight along the way? You know, this is this is a Power Rangers knockoff. So, who are the putties and who are the monsters and where are the giant robots? <laughs> well, uh, well uh, there the is giant a dragon. Robot is a dragon. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is a dragon, and he. I forget if he disassembles and becomes armor for the for Rowan. He but, does. Uh, he, he eventually he, he eventually becomes like okay. muscle butt suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I thought th- I thought so. Um, so there's that. Uh, you'd be surprised to find out that uh, I forgot her name again. Evil Rita or uh, Celtic Rita. Maeve. 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 Uh, she she sends monsters and sometimes a tornado at uh, the Mystic Knights at their home base at their castle. So they have to go and meet the challenges as they arise. Okay. There's all. There's also four like major Goldars, I guess you would call it. Like there's because because yeah. when they go to get their armor, each one. And again, I haven't watched this in twenty years. I don't know when <laughs> when it aired. Um, but when they go to get their armor, each of them has to do their own trial by themselves. And like there is a corresponding villain to each of them. And I can only remember two because I had all of the toys, uh, obviously. Um, right. But I cannot remember what the what the with two of the bad guy toys were. I know there was like the rock wolf that Angus had to fight. And then there he was like a Wolverine claw or something. Yeah. And then there was like the one. skeleton man. And there was a guy with a whip that uh water guy fought. Uh, I guess we should probably run down their weapons and what they ch- like. Uh, they followed the, the classic elements. So like sword guy had fire. Uh, air was the crossbow. There was a mace that was earth and uh, a trident, obviously, for water. That shot electricity because water. That makes Power Rangers-style sense. Uh, so the, the the bad guy kingdom was called Temra. Uh, I'm, I'm yes. going to Google. And the <laughs> there were the four sentinels of Temra. There was the Ice Lord of Temra, who was a skull-headed uh, Ice Lord guy. Um, he fought Rohan to get his mystic armor. There was the Lightning Bat of Temra, who fought uh, Deirdre, Deirdre, the Sea Serpent. Yeah. Uh, who fought Ivar, the water guy, and then the Rock Wolf, who's the only name that has stuck with me uh, this entire time, and I think about the Rock Wolf probably once a month. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I, it doesn't say anything about putties. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think they either. had. I don't think they had goons, um, but they did have an additional ranger, as it were. He uh, was the. He had an axe, and his element was forest. And his uh, his. Mantra yes. thing was uh, forest before me, or something. Okay. Yeah, I That's... hate I hate every single one of these uh, transformation calls. Every single yeah. one of, for every show we're gonna talk about, they're all the dirt worst. Uh, <laughs> it, I and I don't know why they don't have to be. No, 
Power Rangers has demonstrated that they can be good while still being silly. Yeah. True, but also Power Rangers kind of stopped doing that after Tur or no, after In Space. They kind of stopped doing the call. Well, there's still, uh, yeah, there's, there's Time for Time Force. They, everyone has uh, a, has a call. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm, I, like, they stopped time announcing who they were each time. Power up. <sighs> yeah. Because, like, in Zeo, they're like Zero Ranger 1 Red or whatever, but they, they just do the morph call and then there's silent during the transformation. Yeah, I got confused uh, in my head. See, those those are even in Power Rangers, those are better. Like I would rather have someone yell Tyrannosaurus <laughs> at me than be like Forest before me. Like what do you mean? Like, bro, buddy, no you're in the castle. Here. You're <laughs> Yeah. So, um any anything else that needs to be covered out of this particular show? I feel like we're probably gonna dig into some of these other ones a little bit more. Um just by benefit of them having some some source material that is probably demonstrably better. Um, but <laughs> what else in Mystic Knights do we need to dig in here? Um, we've kind of covered their base well, and their enemies. Um, there was Tiernanog. That was like the, the land of the fairy people um, who are Tiernanog. My bad. Um, <laughs> so they like, there was like, I, there was like a fairy circle, which is like a little symbol and then some rocks around it. And then they would go like touch it or whatever. And they would be sucked into Tiernanog. And, and they like, fall into it. Th- yeah, they were like their allies, but they were always like a little trickstery and like, yeah. we're going to help you, but, you know, you're going to have to earn it. To yeah. this day, I'm still disappointed that that did not have like a Fraggle Rock style sequence. <laughs> oh, man, it would have <laughs> been, been, been beautiful expensive. to see dozers just all <laughs> over the place, just pushing those little carts. <sighs> <sighs> so we're going <laughs> to. Since we have now moved on to other things, we will officially move on uh, to our next topic. Uh, this is one that, uh, man, probably getting on close to a year ago, or no, just six months or so, uh, I live-tweeted my experience going down this rabbit hole. Uh, big Bad Beetleborgs. Big uh, Bad think... Beetleborgs. I think guys, Jake I and I have both separately told you not to watch it. We did. We tried, and you did anyway. This is on you. Yeah. I will, I, there is, my hands are clean, Matt. <laughs> Look, I make my own way in life. Uh, I regret nothing. Did you guys know that three typical average kids love to read their comic strips? Something, something, flabbers out, now they're Beetleborgs. I don't remember that no. second line. Just I by mean, chance, they freed a ghost, and he made them Beetleborgs. There you go. Yeah, crazy, huh? Um, also... Those are not comic strips, idiot who wrote the theme song. <laughs> just You're hearing that list. is filling me with rage again. Yeah, it just They're it comic burns. books. <sighs> I just watched the first two episodes of this show. <laughs> it, Those it, are the worst. Those are yeah. the worst episodes. It gets better, but not by much. The first appearance of the Beetleborgs doesn't happen until the second episode. I know. Well, that's a crazy thing. <laughs> yeah. That also happened in Mystic Nights. Hmm, what a weird pattern <laughs> yeah. that we're, we're developing. Yeah. Stay tuned you know, to see if this pattern continues. You know what they did in uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? They had the suits and the giant robots all in episode one. And that's how yeah. we all got hooked. Yeah, that, I was going to say that for the end, but like, th- no one just did the <laughs> thing. That's the problem. With, that's why these shows failed. It's because no one just did the thing they promised. You had to wait another half an hour. Uh, well, so let's, uh, let's start in. Three typical American kids that are definitely <laughs> not teenagers. They are little tiny babies. They are yeah. little, like, pupa. They are tiny little <laughs> human <laughs> larvae. And they are, they are so young. They are so young. And none of them know how to act yet. No. No, they don't. But it did have the rapping grandma. Right. You yeah. gotta love that Harley grandma. <laughs> She didn't do much rapping, but she did drive a motorcycle like all grandmothers on media. Why is that a thing? Is that just for stark contrast? <laughs> but it seems to know. be super common in TV, but I've never once seen that in real life. Old, old ladies on motorcycle is another thing that will come up again during the course of this, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, uh, let's, let's talk about these kids a little bit. Um, Jake, tell me about these kids. What's their deal? You got Roland, you got Drew, and you got Joe. Uh, Roland's dad and grandma and Harley grandma own the comic <laughs> shop that they, they go to drew and Joe are siblings. Uh, Joe is Drew's younger sister. Um, they are like, I don't know, 
they're right. I lost the ability to judge how old someone is, especially if you're a child. Like these kids could be anywhere from three to 12 years old. And I could not tell you how old they are. I would guess somewhere in the neighborhood of between eight and 10. I would have shot between tw- 10 and 12, but 10 and 12. Well, like Joe's got to be like eight because she's a very little girl. Maybe not. I don't know. Again. Yeah, <laughs> it's bananas. But Joe is my hero in this show. She is my favorite character. She's also she mine. doesn't take any guff. I do appreciate that. Yeah. about her. There's there's nothing really else about the characters that you need to know um, because they're blank. Like Joe Joe has a personality, but Drew and Roland didn't seem to get one uh, nah. at least in the first two episodes. One of uh, them Drew is ostensibly the leader. Well, yes, he's, yeah, he's he's blue. The blue one. Yeah, he's the blue one. <laughs> so you know, yeah. Uh, I I would have put Joe in charge. She. She don't take she no guff. She seems to have her stuff together. Yeah, she doesn't take any guff. She like she she does all the stuff. Like everything. Like she did all the stuff first. She released Flabber. She was the first one to like whistle to call her battle bonder, beetle bonder, uh, beetle binder. binder, binder. Yeah, her burger binder, uh, her trapper keeper. She called it <laughs> by whistling. Uh, she was the first one to do that. She was like the first one to like stand up to the monster. Like she's the only one who did anything cool in the two episodes that I watched today. Yeah. We're we're the cart before the horse though. We should address how they got their powers and why the house is full of monsters. Yes, please. Or that there's a house full of monsters. It's this show has no idea what it wants to be. No, none idea. No, none at all. The bulk and skull of this show dare the kids to stay the night in the haunted Hillhurst mansion. The, the, the Beetleborgs go there, um, and for some reason, it's full of all of the universal monsters with legally distinct names. <laughs> yeah, there's there's Frankie and there's uh, Mums. Well, the Franken Beans. Franken Beans. Count Mums. Count something ridiculous. I, I Chocula. cannot I don't know. remember. I can't remember what Count Chocula's name is, <laughs> but I have been calling him Biff Biffington from the Biff Town Biffs for my entire life because in <laughs> one episode, he's hiding from someone for some reason and dresses up like a football player and does a bad American accent. Uh, and he's like, oh, no, I'm not Count Chocula. I'm Biff Biffington from the Biff Town Biffs. And that's just like a thing that is always floating around in my noggin. Yeah. I was going to look it up, but it's not that important. Yeah, no, it, uh, that Biff Biffington feels more right for that guy. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that if you guys are. Yes. There's and also there's a, wolf, there's a werewolf. Wolf, wolf King, is, who did not show up in the first two episodes. Yeah. Yeah, there's also a monster under the stairs that never comes up, and uh, a talking gargoyle, and a poltergeist that's Flabber. Flabber. And then there's, then there's like, he, in the second season, there's, like, a little girl. A little girl a ghost. Wolf. Yeah. Oh, is there? Or I don't. Or I'm thinking of I... Scooby Doo Boo School or something. I don't know. Ghoul <laughs> School. <laughs> well, there's also the, the there's like some pipettes or something. There's like three fire did... deities hanging out in the organ. <laughs> I did not remember stuff. them at all. They're they're yeah. uh, Flabber's backup dancers. That is yeah, right. Yeah, and they don't like him very much. No, I mean, why do you would blame you? Him? He's exhausting. Uh, Flabber, for those of us who don't know, is a poltergeist who is a mix between Jay Leno, Elvis, and Genie from Aladdin. Uh, yeah, it has none yeah. of the charm of any of those. No. No, he is, he is, if you walked into a family dollar and you went to the toy <laughs> aisle, and you know how they always used to have, like, the, it's like, these are G.I. Joe. No, they're not. They're core. It's like, that's, yeah. like, it's America that's Sam. what Flabber is. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what Flabber is. He's the, the family dollar version of all of those three people put together. And it's horrible. <laughs> like, he has cutaway jokes where all of a sudden he'll be wearing a different outfit or holding a giant prop or his neck stretches. He does a lot of voice. It does I, a lot of goofy voices. Oh, and it is, it, it, it is exhausting. So, I think it's fair to say that he's probably the least mentory of any of the mentors that I've ever mentored. And he probably does more damage to these three kids than Zordon ever tried to do to the Power Rangers. Well, for all Zordon's fault, he never actually released villains into the world, so there's that. <laughs> a fair point. They free him from an organ, he got locked in there, and then uh, he decides to grant them a wish, and they decide they want to be Beetleborgs. Okay, but he's... I, but but then there's that stupid rat joke where the, where there's like... Where it's like, the Beetleborgs comic featuring these three rats in the corner for a joke later, and then... That joke is they're like, we want to be Beetleborgs. And he sees the rats in the corner and turns them into rats. Yeah. Instead of Beetleborgs. And it was hilarious. Ha <laughs> ha, oh, capricious. I... <laughs> yucks, yucks for head by all. <laughs> yucks for everybody. 
so they they release him and they gr- he grants them a wish and I think they they choose to wish for what is arguably the dumbest thing they could have wished for ever in their life, excepting only be- if they had wished to be VR troopers. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, now <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> so um, I'm going to start defending these shows now. I've decided I've been really <laughs> lax on it, but right now I'm in. Beetleborgs is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I will grant you that Joe you. is awesome. And uh, so what do they do once they become Beetleborgs? Uh, they fight the monsters in the house. And then Flabber also accidentally created the bad guy from the comic book. And instead yep. of like undoing it and being like, well, sorry about that. You guys are going to ruin the world. So I'm going to take away this horrible thing that I did. They're like, yeah, we'll just fight them and let the world get destroyed a little bit. And put everybody yeah, in danger. Yeah, fine. It's fine, right? Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's not. Selfish. I mean, maybe, maybe he can't put that wish back in, in the comic book. Maybe you can't put the genie back in the bottle. We don't but know. But that does happen at the end of the season when they beat the first bad guy. Because he well, goes back. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no also, one. Also, the Shadowborg. The Shadowborg comes out of a guy. comic. He takes their powers. They make a new one. He beats the Shadowborg. The Shadowborg back into the comic, and then that guy loses his powers. It's exactly all they had to do. And then, no. I don't think any of us are arguing that Flabber is competent. <laughs> yeah, Flabber's the okay. dirt worst. Uh, <laughs> he is cold boogers on a paper plate. I hate that guy. Um, <laughs> that makeup that... Is, is awful also. Like, it looks... It, I mean, it clearly, it looks terrible. It looks really, really fake. You can see an outline uh, really... around his mouth where his actual mouth yeah, is. Yeah, I felt I felt really bad for him because that must have been a long time to get into that cool. really terrible makeup. Long way to go for a short drink of water. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't worry, he had a promising career afterwards. Let's pretend. <laughs> so yeah, he they... went on to, I don't know, do nothing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's writing that Beetleborgs money. <laughs> All of those residuals. Um. So <laughs> both what... of it. What do the Beetleborgs, where do they come from originally? Like, what's the Japanese version of this? And what do they do with that on the American show? Uh, well, it it's part of the the Metal two, Hero series. Yeah, two um, separate Metal Hero shows. Yeah. the These are the only two that look related, though, because I did, I did some, some research earlier, and they are the the B-Fighter. So I think it's B-Fighter show. Who? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, they are they, these ones are like they're supposed to be like military people like that are given suits of armor that look like beetles to fight like monsters and stuff. Um, right. So, of course, you go you see that and you go, yeah, but like kids yeah. with the a ghost weird, and well, universal monsters. Yeah, because children love universal monsters, right? Oh, I love guess. Them. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> that makes so much more sense. But. Look, I get that these are selfish children who don't understand the consequences of their actions, but Flabber is supposed to be like a, a I don't know, however old he's supposed to be. He's a genie, so he should know better. He shouldn't have done it. I I think I think he's just mad at the world for being put into that organ for so long. He's like, yeah, let's burn this place to the ground. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, you kids have the right idea. Let's do this thing. Oh, here, you want really uh, terrible armor vehicles? Here you go. That are I thought the armor, the armor so looks awesome, stuff. and the the vehicles look pretty neat to me. I don't know. <laughs> I would like they to see them used neat. properly. Yeah, they they don't have a purpose in the show other than when those uh, wasp shaped jets show up, and then they blow them up, and that's it. There's they don't do anything with those vehicles. Well, yeah, because they, they don't turn into one giant robot. I mean, there's a pretty <laughs> clear formula that works, and they just blew right by it. Yeah. Well, this is metal, um, metal heroes and, and not Tokusatsu. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I think, it was, I think it was still Toei. I think it was still. I think technically it is in the Tokusatsu genre because Common Rider is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And Common Rider doesn't get big, so I and think Tokusatsu I think this is just all means, under the uh, show with special effects. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I so I I think it's like it's you know it's similar, but and I think it's still Toei because or 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 Bandai because Saban got his hands on it. Whereas some of these were definitely not, and Saban didn't get his hands on those ones. Yeah. Um, okay. But, uh, oh no, I guess only but, one of them. Yeah. I'm thinking of something else that we're not talking about, but <laughs> that's beside the point. Um, 
So let's uh, let's let's wrap up uh, Beetleborgs. Um, we were all kind of a, in agreement on Mystic Knights a little bit. So uh, let's go, Sky. Final thought on Beetleborgs. Well, uh, just one more thing I wanted to say. It's also this was also uh, a Saban non-union show. That's why somewhere in the middle, uh, one of the girl or Joe, the girl, gets replaced with some other child actor because uh, Joe had to join SAG because she got cast for uh, Casper, a Spirited Beginning. So she just abruptly left. Then they made up some uh, ridiculous excuse. Yeah, she, uh, she. There was a spell that went wrong, and it turned her into someone different. And so, yeah. for the first episode, nobody recognized her. But then Casper cast a second spell so that everyone would recognize her as Joe, except for everyone Drew, Roland, and the, the audience. Yeah, including <laughs> the audience. So we saw yeah. someone different, but to everyone um, else, she looks the same. By the way, Casper Spirited Beginning. I remember watching that, going, "Oh man, that's Joe from Beetleborg." <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's, she played it's Wendy. definitely a Saban property. Uh, I don't know, Beetleborgs, if I was, I don't know, 25 years younger, I imagine it would have been awesome. <laughs> but I was, I mean, when this came out, I was already a little, quote, too old for uh, Power Rangers to begin with. Uh, so this, this one I never got into. I mean, the suits, I think, look pretty cool. And when they became Beetleborgs Metallics, I think those suits were pretty neat too. But, like, ultimately, I just... I never cared for this show and the child actors. I know they're doing the best they can and they're kids, but it's just, it never. They are trying their hardest. It never got there for me. All right. Uh, Jake, final thought on Beetleborgs. My final thoughts are that this came out, uh, this was on during Zeo and Turbo um, for the first and second seasons. Uh, I was seven when this came out, so I was the target demographic. Uh, like specific, which is the target demographic, which was Power Ranger fan who was a baby, and I <laughs> met both of those qualities. Um, so I I got really into it a couple of years ago on the Morphin Grid. Uh, we did an April Fool's episode where we watched an episode of Beetleborgs <laughs> and pretended as if this is just the show we were doing. Like, like instead of doing Power Rangers, we we're doing Beetleborgs, right? And so we just did, like we changed all of our social media stuff. We watched episode twenty three completely without context. Josh had never seen it before. I hadn't seen it in twenty ish years or you know, fifteen, <laughs> sixteen years at that point. Um so I found out then that Beetleborgs wasn't actually very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but <laughs> But uh, again, our long our, our long running thing uh, for prank episodes is that the prank is on us. Like the April Fool is on us because we always do a lot more work than we have to, and it's always <laughs> hard and bad. Um, but you commit but to the bit. We do. That's you, you can say a lot of things about us. So what, we we don't <laughs> lack commitment. But I will say this for Beetleborgs: it has great suits. I love the Beetleborg suits. I love their morphers. I love their guns that have like a phone, like a, a number pad on the side that I don't know why. I can't remember why, but I remember having one and it ruled. Um, I, I love that in the second season, there are evil Beetleborgs and another legion of good Beetleborgs because they all come from the comic books uh, drawn by less by Art Fortunes. Art Fortunes uh, and, then and his brother, uh, created Less the, Fortunes. The second, the second, season, second season's bad guy. Which is why, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's all ripoff stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's pretty great. The white the white Beetleborg who comes in in the second season, I think it's the second. First, uh, he looks awesome. It's, Maybe it's first. The yeah. white blaster Beetleborg. Yeah, his yeah. his ability is that he can go invisible. Oh, they all get superpowers too. Like we didn't talk about that. Like oh, they yeah. each get like oh. an outside the suit superpower. So like Joe is super strong. Them. Drew has quote brain power. Uh, it's it's telekinesis, but they called it brain powers. It, I don't know why. And then Roland has supersonic speed, even though he does not create any sonic booms. He just runs faster, like pretty quick. And they each have to activate them by doing a weird thing. Like Roland has to like snap a couple times. Joe has to crack her knuckles. Drew, nods. I don't know. I guess he, I think he, he nods. nods. Yeah, or like touches his head or something. He gets blander. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, yeah. I think the white blaster Beetleborg had to dust his hands. And then he turned invisible, right? Uh, which is very, which is like a weird thing that they did for for like us to be. Oh, now they're using their powers. Now, yeah. like now, I see what they're doing. Uh, but yeah. overall, while Beetleborgs isn't good uh, by any stretch, um, it's 
They're trying a lot of stuff, and I do appreciate that. Like, I like Universal Monsters now. Back then, the only Universal Monsters I cared about were the Ninja Turtle toys, where each of them was a different Universal Monster. <laughs> um, those toys were awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, like, I don't know. It's 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 fun. Like, if you're if you're in the right frame of mind to watch a very, very bad show. Like, I can't say it's not fun. <laughs> It's not like watching the old Pokemon show, like the old Pokemon cartoon. The, the first season of that is just straight dookie. Like this, at least Beetleborgs, you're like, oh, well, they're trying. Someone yeah. cared. Uh, they yeah, did give us Joe. It has been kind of lost to time. It got lost to the point where Power Rangers actually reused some of the Beetleborg suits. In yeah, episode. In, a, in Forever, Forever Red. Red. Like, they took remembered. like six of them. Yeah, yeah I did. I, oh, I saw you, Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's a Shadowborg. Yeah, right? All right, well, moving on, uh, number three on our list, and one that has a, a complex storied history with uh, Power Rangers, is VR Troopers. <laughs> yes, the Troopers 3, uh, virtual reality. Let's say for the purposes of this, just just saying, just like throwing out like a, ran- like a random, like maybe maybe someone didn't watch it recently, because <laughs> they <laughs> out of time. And thought, well, I watched it. I watched the first episode a couple months ago. Maybe that's good. Um, so I do have one question. Um, again, hypothetically, <laughs> does, they transform, right? At least one of them does by the end of the first episode. Oh, I know there's uh, a fight at the end. First episode. I, you know what? I honestly, don't I'm remember. pretty. I'm pretty confident because we did. I think the motorcycle riding Red Ranger wannabe bland dude who was supposed to be Tommy originally. I Ryan think he Steve. does transform. Okay. I'm pretty sure I remember a fight. I don't think the others did, but at least VR Troopers, for whatever other bad stuff that happens, at least VR Troopers did do the damn thing <laughs> by the end of the first episode. Um, also, yeah. the theme song, from what I remember, did, did they give away the whole plot? Um, they just uh, say the, the name over and over again, right? Yeah, I just remember Troopers 3 Virtual Reality on repeat until the show started. Okay, good, because I also hate that. Like, that's yeah. also a sign that your show's not going to keep going, is if you, <laughs> like, if you tell us the whole thing right away, we're like, oh, well, we get it. I'll watch something else. <laughs> Why don't you just show some monsters fighting some guys? I would be... Yeah, just, yeah. just show us the cool stuff. That's all we want. <laughs> So, uh, this show was actually chopped together from a bunch of other uh, Metal Hero shows, but unlike Beetleborgs, where they had a unifying costume, this one, like, the half-and-half costume guy was from an entirely different show from the other two, uh, with the, uh, the guy with the sword and the, uh, the girl. Um, I, okay, so this, a little background on this, this was originally supposed to be a Jason David Frank vehicle, and then Tommy, because Tommy left, he lost his powers, and he was a Green Ranger. Yeah. And they're like, let's make a show just for you. And then, or maybe this is the White Ranger? Oh, the, they were, they were... The, the guy who's the leader of VR Troopers was supposed to be the White Ranger. But fan demand wanted Tommy back, so they just swapped roles. Right. You know what would have been crazy is if they would have brought in the guy who played Ryan Steele to be the White Ranger, having never seen him before. Can you imagine a more anticlimactic reveal than like, <laughs> oh, it's... It's this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this man? Do we know him? You know what they could have just done, and everybody would have been happy, is if they had just kept Jason David Frank in both roles. And Yeah, right? Nobody would have cared. I, I, no, bet, like, I bet VR Troopers would have lasted much longer that way. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Well, a, a lot of Especially the if they called him the... Tommy Oliver over there. <laughs> this well, is his side like... job. He's Power Ranger Jesus. He can do that. This is what he's doing up in his uncle's lake cabin. <laughs> well, like, the, one of the reasons it didn't last as long is because it was chopped together from so many shows. They ran out of footage so quickly. Yeah. Uh, I looked at the series uh, after uh, B-Fighter, because all of these series were before B-Fighter, and then it was B-Fighter, and it was a couple. They were, like, something Kabutaro, and it was, like, really weird, like, hey, we're little kids, and our best friends are vending machines, and we get in them, and... <laughs> And their armor, and they turn into armor around us, and so we look like a weird hybrid vending machine metal hero sort of combo. Um, it did not look good. Japan yeah, in the Japan. 90s, folks. Love, Japan in the they 90s. They love themselves a vending machine. Like, they just love a vending <laughs> machine over there. So, like, I understand how this could have done well, but over here we're like, no, there's no Kit Kats in there. I don't want it. <laughs> so, uh, 
you want to run down the plot of this thing? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's try to run down the plot of VR complex. Troopers. It's um, needlessly complex, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so um, kick it off. What goes on here? Ryan Steele, I remember, gazes solemnly at a camera while on top of his motorcycle. Well, he has the sads because his dad has been missing for most of his life. Um, eventually, uh, the three friends, there's uh, Ryan Steele. I can't remember either of the other two's names. Uh, 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 the, the woman who played uh, Tamara on One Life to Live. <laughs> um, yep, and, and another guy. And uh, the, the black guy, right? It was, yeah. it was the, yeah. the required girl and black guy. That's right. Yeah. Uh, they... Uh, he actually got a pretty neat attack when he was transformed because he got like a lights a double ended lightsaber that he would do as a finishing move, which was pretty neat. Oh, he was um, he was my favorite character in that show. Yeah, well, I I dug the the lightning hand also for uh, for Ryan Ryan Steele. Oh. Uh, anyway, Update. he said there there is an visit. entire Wikipedia article just for the characters of VR Troopers. Oh dear, that was necessary. That seems like a very necessary <laughs> thing. I don't think it's this a very is, long article. This is very in-depth for a show that only lasted <laughs> for, like, 40 episodes. <laughs> the internet, man, it's a weird place. It really uh, is. J.B. Reese was the, the, the friend, and Caitlin Starr was the girl. Right. Okay. That sounds familiar. This one, I think, is the most egregious ripoff of uh, Power Rangers, because they get called to a, a strange laboratory where they have a mentor, mentor in a monitor... And they've got a, you know, a high tech facility in which they can do experiments and whatnot. And then he gives them magical dealies, and then they can transform. And the Pretty dog becomes this. Alpha. The dog can talk. The dog's name was Jake, I think. Uh, Jeb, or I'm remembering that Jeb. wrong. Because the dog's name was Zeb. Jeb. And the pet and the, the character of the dog's name was Jeb. And I made I remember them making a, a big deal about that point. That's weird. <laughs> that yeah. they would, well, was, I don't know why was, they would just call him Zeb. Like uh, we don't know, we don't care. Nobody, nobody would have. But whatever. Uh, sorry, also, Zeb the was copyrighted. Dog had a terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the the dog also does a truly just a horrible uh, Jack Nicholson impersonation the entire time. It's yeah, it's so grating. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, they did. They also walked through. If I'm remembering correctly, they walked through a Stargate to get to. There's just like a little A out in the middle of nowhere yeah, in the desert, and they have to like <laughs> walk through it to get into the secret lab. Yeah, which is correct. weird. Yeah, uh, Professor Horatio Hart was uh, their Zordon. He was just uh, some gentleman on a monitor who was. This best guy was with definitely. Yeah, this guy was definitely reading his lines off of a cue card because, like, he's not looking at the camera. He's looking down and, like, like ha- like, li- like heavy-lidded, just like, uh, yes, you are now VR troopers. You will go into virtual reality and fight a, a bad guy. <laughs> uh, a bad guy who is not Dennis Cooper from the Super Mario Brothers movie, but really wishes he was. <laughs> yeah. He's got That's a crystal accurate. ball that turns him into this, like, horrible Dungeons and Dragons villain and and he has like some sexy lady assistants that turn into like monsters like they're putties I yeah, think Skugs I believe they were called y- yeah Skugs Something. which is just, not a great just name. a weird combination yeah it's like hey let's just like just, someone make a sound and we'll call the bad guys that Skug <laughs> this guy oh and Lunch VR Troopers this week buddy VR Troopers has that that uh, that delightful thing that we're gonna talk about again later, where um, people in the '90s uh, chronically misunderstood what uh, what the internet could do. And it's such a tragic misunderstanding of what virtual reality is. Again, we're saying we're saying misunderstanding as if there was. <laughs> something there to misunderstand because like true. i don't think they just they just didn't know they just had no idea they're like yeah the internet i can go on and with a modem i can like in Ghost Rider, you can talk to people on a message board right that's what the internet was in 1996 <laughs> i think um, so they're like what if instead there was like a whole world in there and not just that like a world where viruses are real physical things that will d- blow up your house Somehow that that will turn yeah. into monsters that are helicopters and like come shoot at you and like blow up a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just it's it feels like uh, the one we're going to talk about later does not 
doesn't seem to be as crazy as this, where where they come out into the real world. But man, the '90s were a <laughs> yeah. weird time. <laughs> yeah, computers uh, were a, a strange and foreign thing to, to well, everyone. It was the new frontier. Kids shows. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we had a better handle on space by then. Than <laughs> <on> computers. <laughs> So, um, what, uh, what is kind of the overall story of VR Troopers? Ryan Steele wants to find his dad. His dad has been changed into one of the, uh, the bad guys. Uh, they do reconcile at some point, and uh, they're just trying to take down Grimlord. All right. So uh, uh, I love that his name is Grimlord. That's a real great name. Yeah. Um, also, we are, I, I feel like we would be remiss if uh, we didn't say that like, Ryan Steele is a karate man. He does do karates. There is a dojo. As does JB. Um, every, as does JB, yeah. and I think Caitlin does or decides I, to at some point. I don't. I, I don't really I'm, remember. She can clearly fight, but I don't think she was as into it as they were because they were there every day helping out their uh, their mentor guy, whose name I uh, I do not recall. I remember uh, she completely Tal. redid all of his finances for him at one point because he did them bad. That is yes, true. she was more uh, interesting because she was a reporter for the. She was Lois Lane. Newspaper. She was she was a knockoff yeah. Lois Lane. This is, if there wasn't enough dated information with all the crazy. Hey, this is what computers are, right? There's also a print media that she's very adamant about keeping up with. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you needed any further evidence that this was all designed around the idea of making Jason David Frank feel like Superman, there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- there's a whole presentation and it's called cybertron which i'm pretty confident is a transformer it, uh well um, it's the planet the transformers are from which is okay. which is a transformer I, well of is that course right? <laughs> sure. why wouldn't it be that's uh, of course it is <laughs> everything uh, is a transformer yeah there someone someone sent it to i forget who i'll try to i'll try to dig it up and I send you guys the link but there is you can just google like like Cybertron presentation on YouTube. And, uh, oh, by the way, uh, listeners, I used the word Google instead of search. So sorry <laughs> if that's been confusing you this whole time. Um, but yeah, you just like check it out on YouTube. And it's like, it's literally like the, like a, like a 10 minute version of the pilot, but with Jason David Frank and some other characters. And it looked pretty great. Like I would have watched the heck out of that show as a kid. I, I'm going to have to go watch that now. That sounds fantastic. What's, um, what is it, Grimlord? What's his deal? Yes. I, honest, I believe he just wants to take over the real world using his virtual world stuff. For, I don't know how you know, bad guy he reasons. exists. I don't, yeah, he, I don't, they never make it clear. No, like, because he lives in both, and but he's like, he's Carl Zichter, which is like a villain name. Like, if you're like, oh, this is Zichter Industries, like, oh, those are villains. Like, those yeah. are just villains. <laughs> There's no way um, he's not the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, like like who could Grimlord be? Oh, it's it's the guy who runs Zichter Industries, like obviously. Like who yeah. else would it be? Uh, <laughs> but like in in one world he's Carl Zichter and then the other world he's Grimlord and he uses a crystal ball to like go into cyberspace or whatever uh to, to also, jack into the net. <laughs> he also has a transformation phrase. Uh what is it? It's uh Dark forces empower me, take me back to my virtual reality and then he gets sucked into the crystal ball that is Oh, I, I love that all of these sound like a song that you would hear in a, in a movie that was trying to rip off The Matrix. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the, the trooper's transformation phrase is uh, trooper transform, and then they all together yell, we are VR. See, they could just cut that to we are VR, and that would be yeah. ballin'. Like, that would yeah. be fine. But, uh, Even Trooper Transform isn't too bad. No. Uh, like, as a morphing call. <laughs> yeah. It's got the alliteration that we all like. Yeah. But, like... So, so let, me, let me ask you guys this question, and you guys can uh, weigh in on your opposite sides. Why, in this uh, super technical reality, virtual reality setting, do we have their transformation items be a shiny magic pendant crystal. Because <laughs> you could sell them for cheap. Kids could buy them. That's Kids true. could wear them at school. All Kids right. could advertise VR troopers around their neck wherever they went. Right, I forgot. I'm Saban. My That's bad. Not wrong. Yeah, also, the, the belt thing has so been done. We can't use belt things. We gotta go right, necklace. Let's go higher thing. than that. We can't, you do can't use yeah. watches. Uh, necklace. You can't use cell phones because those haven't been invented yet, and Power Rangers will do that to death. 
Oh boy, will they? Yeah. So, um, let's let's go. Final thoughts on VR Troopers, the uh, Jason David Frank vehicle that did not carry Jason David Frank. <laughs> uh, oh, honestly, I, I really liked this show back when I was a kid, and I still kind of like it now. I, like I said before, that lightning hand that uh, Ryan Steele does to finish his, the bad guys. Oh, yeah, is that rules. Awesome. Yeah, like I, the image of him. There's like a footage of him just running through uh, a quarry, of course, while there's just explosions all around him. And his the Toei quarry. Yeah. yeah, it's it looks pretty awesome. Like the show itself isn't great, and the dog really annoys me, but uh, I, I actually really like this show. <laughs> Jake. I I also very much like this show cuz it's it 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 has a it has a deeper story that it wants to tell than it's allowed to tell, yeah. you know? Like cuz there's like the whole like his dad got turned into a bad guy but he's been missing and like he cre- maybe created VR and like is Horatio Hart a real person or is he a program? Did he get sucked into the computer? Like like, what does all this stuff mean? But also, like, we can't do this because these kids are idiots, and we don't know how computers work, the writers. But um, but also, we have to go back to the dojo and, like, do karate stuff there. We don't have time to get to the story yet. Yeah. We got to do karate stuff. <laughs> and Well, actually, and now that I think about it, all of the bad guys were robots, and because the robots... BSMP doesn't hold you back as much, so you can go crazy and just yeah, you can... beat the crap out of them and just stab them or whatever. Because there is an episode where Ryan's dad, as a robot, gets stabbed and like he gets run through the gut with a sword, and then he gets slashed in half or something. And it was a really emotional moment, and is very vividly in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why Samurai Jack worked so well. It's because everybody was robots. That's right. <laughs> and oh, I'm excited for that to come back. Same. I think everyone in the continental U.S. heard me scream when I found out that that was coming back. That was me. That was me. Yeah, I was was the one doing that. (laughs) That's going to wrap up the first part of this episode. We hope you'll join us next week for the conclusion. You can find Sky at Sandwich Surplus, and you can find Jake at JJ underscore Mason, as well as on his podcast, The Morphin Grid, Pokemon World Tour, Pokemon World Tour United, and The Cool Kids Table. You can find us on the internet at fifthdraw.com, Follow us on Twitter at FifthDraw, or email us at social at FifthDraw.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Hoodley. If you enjoyed this episode, why not give us a rating and a review, or maybe tell a friend? Getting the word out helps us immensely. Our music is Arcade Montage by Lee Roosevelt and can be found at the Free Music Archive. That's all for this week. We hope you'll join us next week for another episode. And hey, thanks for listening. <laughs>